Hi there. My name is Aubrey, and you're listening to Aubrey Talks Everything on Spotify. The Encore's world We're praying for Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly one million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders. Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new rate advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in P-O-T. That's Stamps.com, promo code P-O-T. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Hey guys! Today we're going to be reading Trick or Treat on Milton Street by Lisa Bullard. Charlie's mom looked really bad. In fact, she looked frightful. Oh, she groaned. Sick. Sick? said Charlie. It's Halloween! You can't be sick! Charlie was living in a strange new town, in a strange new house, on boring old Mountain Street, where he didn't have one single friend. How was he supposed to make friends when there was nobody around but grown-ups? You're supposed to take me trick-or-treating! Charlie wailed. Don't worry, Charlie, mumbled Mom around the thermometer in her mouth. Dave can take you. Dave was Charlie's new stepdad. He was always doing something to embarrass Charlie, like when he juggled too many oranges at the grocery store. (gasps) And dropped them all over the floor! (laughs) Or when he tried to do a magic trick at the restaurant and knocked everything off the table. No, not the flowers! The salt and pepper, too. Hey, champ, said Dave. I know Milton Street better than anybody. I grew up here. It's the best place to trick-or-treat that you've ever... Maybe I'll just skip Halloween this year, interrupted Charlie. And he ran upstairs to his room. Charlie lays on top of his new bunk bed and kicked his toe at the ceiling. Now he had no friends and no mom to trick-or-treat with. Just Dave in a neighborhood full of old people. What did grown-ups do on Halloween when there weren't any kids around? They'd probably decide dressing up for Halloween should mean wearing suits and ties instead of real costumes. They'd think that pumpkins were too messy and carve faces in something tidier, like green peppers. 
Grown-ups would want to go trick-or-treating in the middle of the day so that nobody missed their bedtime. Instead of candy bars and gum, they'd want stuff that was good for you, like carrots and Brussels sprouts and broccoli. I don't really like Brussels sprouts and broccoli. I do like carrots, though. And how could old people bob for apples? Wouldn't their false teeth fall out? Charlie had nearly given up on Halloween altogether when he heard Dave call, Charlie, it's getting late! Last chance to trick-or-treat on Milton Street! Charlie slowly dredged downstairs. Dave was waiting by the front door. He was all bundled up for a chilly autumn night. And he was wearing the goofiest-looking hat that Charlie had ever seen. Let's go, champ, said Dave. Charlie didn't want to go anywhere with that hat. He almost turned around and went right back up the stairs. But before he knew it, Mom had pushed him out the door. Charlie stepped outside and looked around. Even he had to admit that boring old Milton tree didn't look so bad. Dave nudged Charlie toward a cobweb-draped house with a black cat in the front window. A green-skinned, warty-nosed, scary old witch opened the door. Um, trick-or-treat, Charlie said. Come in, dearie, cackled the witch. You're just the kind of tasty imp my witch's brew could use. I'm not an imp, said Charlie, inching closer to Dave. I am an alien. An alien? Excellent. Just look what I have for you, said the witch. She was starting to sound an awful lot like Mrs. Brumflyer, a lady who worked in the school cafeteria. She handed Charlie a huge caramel apple. Oh my gosh, I have a caramel apple too. That's awesome. At the next house, they were greeted by a chubby mummy trailing bandages from head to toe. A skeleton waggled a long, knobby finger at Charlie. Marcus and Rita, this is my stepson, Charlie, Dave said proudly. Do all of the grown-ups dress up around here? asked Charlie. We're going to a costume party later, the skeleton explained. The mummy held out a bowl full of candy bars. Take two. You don't want to end up looking like that, he whispered, pointing at the skeleton's bony ribs. Charlie looked up at the dark house on the corner. I don't think anyone's home, he said. Then the door slowly creaked open. At first, they could see nothing but flickering candlelight. Then a vampire appeared out of nowhere. The sharp points of his shiny white teeth glistened. Anybody thirsty? asked the vampire. We got some delicious red punch I made for the party I'm attending this evening. Or would you rather pay a visit to the bats in my attic? The vampire handed Charlie a glow-in-the-dark toothbrush. Here's a little something to make your teeth as light and strong as mine, he said. Dr. Bay is my dentist, whispered Dave. At each house on Milton Street, the door opened on a big surprise. There was a cowgirl with gray hair, glasses, and a horse that barked. (coughs) She used her poodle. That's so cute. Frankenstein's monster danced with the biggest ballerina Charlie had ever seen. There was a pirate who kept stepping on his beard. He dropped his candy. No! And a pink and green striped ghost. Ooh, that's cool. Charlie's jack-o'-lantern bag filled up quickly, and before he knew it, he found himself back in front of his own house. I guess we should go see how Mom's feeling, he said. I'll bet she's doing better, said Dave. As they started up the walk, the front door of their house flew open. Surprise! yelled Mom. 
She looked even worse than before. Her head was wrapped in bandages, her arm was in a sling, and she was wearing a hospital gown. Then Charlie had realized that behind her were a witch and a skeleton and a mummy. All the people that he had met that night. Welcome to Milton Street, Charlie! They cheered. It was a great party. Dr. Fang's vampire punch was delicious. Mrs. Brumflyer had brought her witch's brew, which, to Charlie's relief, tasted like jelly. Yum. Everybody danced the bunny hop and then told spooky ghost stories. Dave juggled four popcorn balls, and he didn't drop a single one. (gasps) That's crazy! And when they bobbed for apples, the only teeth that fell out were Dr. Fang's fangs. Oh my gosh, that is stuck at the apple! As he waved goodbye to his new friends at the end of the night, Charlie noticed something. Hey, Dave, he said, everybody else dressed up for Halloween. Why didn't you wear a costume? I did, Charlie, said Dave. Didn't you notice my hat? Charlie nodded. It's the same hat my dad wore back when he took me out to trick-or-treat on Mountain Street. I thought the best costume I could wear tonight was to dress up like a dad. Charlie looked at Dave, then he looked at the hat. You know, said Charlie, I think I'm going to like living on Milton Street. This was a very, very, very great book. I loved it. And also, guys, thank you for listening. Bye! I am Aubrey Scott, A-U-B-R-E-Y-S-C-O-T-T, and Aubrey's Happy Birthday. My Facebook and YouTube name is Aubrey's World Network. Hey, I hear it's your birthday today. Can I come party? Thanks! Oh, by the way, where's it at? Okay, see you later.